so on behalf of where I, Dara Kalima, the community poet, chat with folks who speak on behalf of their respective communities. I just want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening so far. I hope you're hitting that subscribe button anywhere you're watching, listening, checking in. So from YouTube, hit subscribe. I'm still trying to get to 100, guys. So please, please, please press that button. Um, if you're listening anywhere else, subscribe to other people to listen. That would be great. And, you know, there's also this option to, you know, be a fan or member or something like that. If you're listening to them from Spotify, you could do it for $4.99 or more. I have nothing to give you, but, you know, I'm giving you all my time and energy making these things happen. So that would be great if you want to do that too. But no worries. Either way, no more commercials for me at this moment. I want to get into this conversation because I have been trying. I have been trying. I have been trying to get this person on this show for months. They've been beaming all over the daggone place. I can't even tell you. So I just want to tell you quickly that I met this person online a million years ago. I've never even met this person in person yet, but they've become a dear friend. And I don't know why we started talking personally. Like, I don't know why all of that happened. But like I ended up joining this community and I really couldn't talk for the community, even though y'all heard me talk about the community a couple of times if you've been paying attention. Um, but like, I was like, I need somebody from the community. I need somebody from the community. And I was like, this is the person I approached. Cause I was like, I want this person. But if they don't stop bouncing all over the daggone atmospheres and planets and stuff I might not be able to get them to do this but they were finally able to lock in this week and so this person is super dope they have an interesting story to tell um I'm not gonna say anything else other than say hey friend now that you're sitting still for a few moments would you be so kind as to tell folks your name Hello, my name is uh, Johnny, Johnny Martin Jr. Hey, Johnny Martin Jr. What's your pronouns? Um, he, him, oh, they, yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and tell folks about yourself. Um, I, by profession, I am a pharmaceutical technician, which to me, I consider that to be like a glorified cook. <laughs> you know, we make, yeah, we make uh, medicines out of raw materials, you know. Um, I am currently working at my third company. Um, I've been doing it on and off for, well, no, not on and off. I've been doing it consistently for 20 years at different companies. Um, and, uh, like, I find that process fascinating, just the process of, you know, making medicine and, you know, doing it in its various forms. Um, wow. Uh, and where are you from? <laughs> I am from Elizabeth, New Jersey, born and raised. Yep. Born and raised. Okay. Yes, I don't think I know anyone who's been raised there or born there. Well, okay. now you do. Now okay. you do. <laughs> I don't think I realized you were in Elizabeth either. Yeah, yeah, well, listen, I, I've, I've spent time, so I lived in Irvington for a while. Um, I lived in these uh, renovated projects for a while, uh, but did that. I got married for a while, lived in Manalapan, which is like 
you know, the Sopranos land, you know, that, that kind of, <laughs> yeah. Um, did that for a while, then came back to Elizabeth. You know? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Nice, nice, awesome. Um, cool. So what communities are you part of? Um, I am, oh, wow, that's a very good question. Um, well, obviously you can see, you know, I'm a Trek guy, you know. Um, I've, been, I've been a part of the Star Trek community for a long time. Um, You're also I a Jersey guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I've <laughs> I've been, geez, going back. I'd say I, I started doing a convention circuit around ten years ago, maybe eleven years ago. I started going to the Vegas convention. Um, I took part in a wedding at one time. They're divorced now, unfortunately, but um, I was I was part of the wedding party. I was part of the honor guard for the wedding party. Um, I've been, I've been to premieres. I've been to different, I, I volunteered. I don't know if you're aware of the, the Ticonderoga, um, uh, replica set. No, no. Okay. So do you want the backstory on that? Not no, yet. Not sure. Cause it sounds like you're telling me all about Trek, but I think you're okay. part of other communities too. Right. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, well, um, in the you're, last, you're a cat yeah. dad. Yes, I am a cat dad. Yes, Delilah is my baby. That's my baby. Um, she has been with me through thick and thin, and uh, she's napping now. But um, she, uh, yeah, that's my baby. That's that's. See, I'm a cat dad, and it's 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 really interesting because in the last like, especially last three or four years, like I've found out that there is this very small but tight-knit community of black cat dads and yeah and like you know I just thought I was like this anomaly you know like I just thought I was this rare person you know there are people like oh you have a cat like I wouldn't expect you to have a cat and I'd be like why you know but um <laughs> yeah you know but then come to find out you know I'm not alone I am not alone at all and um yeah yeah, um, Delilah, she went the, the, the year I decided to put a, a, a costume on her, a Star Trek costume, people were like, make, make a page, make her own page of that. And I was like, okay, you know, I don't expect that to go anywhere. And it is just like bananas. Like the people love Delilah, they love her. And I'm, uh, the only regret I have is that I didn't do it sooner. You know what I mean? Like, because like now, now, now she's getting older. So, you know, people are like, oh my God, can I meet her? And I'm like, mm, she's a little older now. So, you know, I don't want to kind of put her through, you know, if she was like a year old, I could, I could, you know, bring her to shows and things like that. But now, you know, she's older. So I'm just content to like take a picture every now and then. And, um, you know, uh, you know, people, people love that. I mean, I don't, uh, recently she's, uh, you know, she's got arthritis and so forth. And, um, I bought her a staircase. My sister bought her a staircase 
And um, I posted about that and everybody was like, oh my God, that's so sweet. You know, I was like, hey, I'm doing what a daddy does, you know, like <laughs> that's my that's baby, awesome. you know. So, um, then, so you also yes. are living with a particular illness, am I correct? That's right. I have multiple sclerosis. Um, and that's another community that I have actually come to know and love people in that community um, in the last few years. And um, it's interesting you mentioned that because like, I, you know, at first, I don't want, I don't want to like go into detail about my symptoms, but when the initial symptoms presented themselves, everybody was saying it was a pinched nerve. And I was like, okay, pinched nerve. Let's do what we got to do to fix this. After all of those MRIs and spinal taps and everything, I come to find out that it's something more. And, you know, it, in the beginning, it seemed kind of hopeless because I, I uh, the only way I can explain it is like, if you ever do like, if you're ever in the gym and you work out your legs and the next day your legs are like super sore and super weak, like that's what my legs feel like every day. Mm -hmm. And so I had to go to the hospital, get steroid infusions to, you know, reduce the inflammation. And while I was sitting in that hospital bed, I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to have to use a cane. And this is probably where you're going to like, you know, get on me. Yes, we keep going. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm in my hospital bed and I'm like, you know, I have my phone and I'm, I'm looking up, you know, I'm looking up initially Star Trek cane and nothing's coming up. And uh, the thing I did find, however, was a Star Wars cane. And there's a guy, well, there was a guy. I think, I think he had to stop. I think they probably gave him like a cease and desist, you know. Um, he took lightsaber toys and converted them into canes. Nice. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get that thing because, you know, I... I don't want to walk around with a Walgreens cane. I mean, this house between my grandmother and my mother, there's plenty of, there are plenty of mobility aids around. And I just didn't want to look like an old man at that point. And, and so I ordered a Star Wars cane. And, um, and it actually, it's actually like a really cool conversation starter. You know, uh, I've traveled a few times with it. And like the TSA agents, there's always at least one that will be like, hey, that's Luke Skywalker's, uh, you know, like <laughs> they, they know, they know, yeah. Cops, well, some of them think it's a weapon, but then, you know, um, you know, there are other people, I can just be at a random hotel in Atlanta and somebody will be like, is that a lightsaber? And like, they want to look at it, you know. And um, the one thing that, I didn't realize when I went to my neurologist uh, for, you know, MS, uh, the social worker there said, you know what, that just the action of you ordering that cane shows the kind of spirit that you have in regards to fighting this thing, mm -hmm. you know, 
So you're like an MS Jedi. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> that's what she told me. Yeah. <laughs> shout, shout out to, uh, oh God, Alyssa. Alyssa, yeah. Shout out to Alyssa. Um, she was like, yeah, you're, you're a badass MS Jedi. Think of that. You know, I was like, oh, I did not think of that. I just, I just wanted something different, you know, but, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's another group I'm in. Um, so you, you, got, you got a lot of little com communities to be part of. Which yeah, awesome. yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy because now I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> That's okay. At least we got you to more than just the one we're going to talk about today. Which yeah. is which one are we talking yeah. about today? Um, wow. Oh God! In your outfit. In your outfit. Yeah, it's pretty much yeah. That's been my defining. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, wait. I didn't tell you about the um. I didn't tell you about the uh the the the, yes. the replica set. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's a guy, um, James Cowley, shout out to him. He went out to Vegas and, you know, made good money as an Elvis impersonator. And he was a really big Star Trek fan. And when he went back home to upstate New York, he wanted to rebuild the Star Trek, the original Star Trek set, you know, you know, um, not we're, there's no bricks involved, but, you know. He wanted to rebuild that set frame by frame to the exact specs that the initial, the original uh, set was made. So he called people at Paramount, got blueprints for the, for that set and rebuilt it in an old, like abandoned store over there. And it was, what was this, 2016? And my mother had just passed away and I was like in the dumps, you know? And um, I wanted, you know, and uh, one of the guys I met at Comic-Con uh, approached me about volunteering on that set. So I went there and for two weeks, um, I, well, well, two weeks, two weekends, I would drive up there after work, you know, three hour trip and go up there and um, I would be security on that set. And it was so fascinating because it's, it, it is a replica. It is a perfect replica of that set. Perfect. Wow. I mean, I was like a little kid. <laughs> Five in the morning, I go there. They gave me the keys to this place. And I'm going in there, me and this other guy. Um, and and we're and and I'm just walking around and 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 the owner is so like he was so like obsessive about making sure the place was immaculate. He had runners, like, like you know, people need to use the bathroom or whatever. He had, like, runners on the floor so they didn't ruin the carpet, whatever. But, I mean, he had the bridge. He had the, he had the doctor's office. He had Kirk's office, engineering. Uh, I think at this point, like, he built, like, a replica of the next generation bridge. Like, it's, it's yeah, yeah. Like, you really, really owe it to yourself to go up there and visit, you know. It's it's worth it. It's, it's up there by the Lake George area. Yeah. Really? Yeah, okay. yeah. Mm -hmm. So this place still exists. I feel like Oh yeah, absolutely. Wait, was he at yeah. was he at the 50th anniversary? He was at I, I don't know if you remember. Remember when they had the uh 
they had the little the little mini convention at the Javits Center that one Yeah, that was year. the 50th anniversary. Okay, so, okay. So because I remember yeah. someone's talking about having they had the the green piece from um from whatever episode. oh the um the uh yeah 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 the city on the edge of forever right yeah but, yeah so oh yes yes they had all of those props there i'm not you know i mean i don't know if it's legally okay for me to share those pics now or not but like i i took pictures of that set and they had uh i forgot oh god what was the name of it it was it not the oracle but uh, the, the, they had they had like all of these props there, and and they were all you know recognizable from the original series. Yeah, perfectly perfectly rebuilt. I mean, because I think was, I, it, yeah. I feel like I had a conversation while I was there about that piece because mm -hmm. I didn't recognize it because I wasn't right. a big um original series fan right 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 and so but i mean it looks familiar but didn't look familiar because it wasn't right. really in my head right and then i remember talking about like oh no it's, it's upstate new york we had mm -hmm. this place i remember that conversation now that you're talking yeah, about yeah. this so i didn't yeah. okay all right i know yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know it was over by like george okay yes yes no. it's, like, it's like right down I mean, I don't know if it's right down the road, but that's what it felt like, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I remember, because I had been in Lake George like maybe 20 years ago and I'm looking, I'm, I'm recognizing the road. I'm like, oh, wow, this is like familiar. Like those those were the hotels that I couldn't afford when I was like 19, <laughs> you know? I, I'm, like, I'm like, wait a minute, this is old. This is like Lake George. And then, um, you know, you go a little further and it's all like very, you know, upstate New York, very mm -hmm. small town, you know, yeah. Um, but it, it's it's really nice. Like they, it's it's really worth the trip just to go and see it and to experience being, you know. The, I mean, I, 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 oh God, like I can't even imagine what. I, I don't know how to tell anybody how it feels to be there and to like for me, especially I was security. Mm -hmm. I opened and closed the place and I was just walking around there like oh my god this is like my 10 year old dream come true you know walking around you know and I you know I didn't do anything inappropriate like you know sit in the chair you know but I <laughs> but I was tempted oh, you know it had <laughs> that, you know so 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 the, I think the deal is now uh, around the time they started um discovery mm -hmm. i don't know if you remember like there was like this serious lockdown on like fan films and you know mm -hmm. what you could and couldn't make as far as fan films were uh uh you know involved and so paramount was so impressed with what this guy had done that they told him i'll tell you what you can you can operate the place as like a series set tour you know and uh you know he, he you know that way he can still you know create an income from you know all that hard work you put into making the place and it really is impressive it really okay. is so yeah. now i have to find my way over there yeah you have to you okay. have to it's so impressive yeah so here's a question for you mm -hmm. yeah how when did trek find you 
That's a good question. I, you know, okay. Now, now, now I have to like retrace my steps here. Um, so the original series was like my excuse for staying up late as a kid. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, it was so, so I grew up in New York, New York, New Jersey. So we have the New York station, uh, you know, channel 11 and every night it would be, you know, the odd couple, the honeymooners and Star Trek. And so, you know, those were my summer nights. My mother would let me stay up to watch those shows. And so while I didn't really get into the original series, more so it was like an excuse to stay up late, you know? So and me and my father, we'd watch Star Trek, you know. But the show that really got me into Trek was The Next Generation. Um, yeah, that was, that was the show that really got me into it. I related a lot to Jordy for some reason, <laughs> not that I'm blind, I'm getting there now, but, um, 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 you know, like he just seemed like, you know, I was like, oh my God, like he's a black guy and it's like, you know, not stereotypical and he's uh, an engineer and, you know. I, I remember when I got to meet him and um, and I told, I tried to tell him as quickly as I could, because, you know, autograph sessions are, you know, only a few seconds, you know, and I told him, I was like, listen, I love you for Star Trek. My father loves you for Roots and my mother loves you for uh, Reading Rainbow. And, uh, you know, he was like, you know, oh, wow. Well, thank you. You know. Um, and it was so crazy because people were bringing like a Roots box set to him to sign or, you know, some other, you know, like a replica visor to sign. Um, yeah. But um, yeah. So Next Generation was when I, I, I always say, I always tell people when they ask me when I really got into Star Trek, when I went like, like the, the the time when I knew for sure that I was a Trek fan and I would tell them, uh, 89, 1989, because, um, I felt like, will it ever get any better than this? Because you had next generation on TV, I think. And as much as people don't like it, Star Trek five was in the theaters at that time. Terrible movie. I know. Yeah, right. Everybody's a movie. But I was like, but I was so into it because I was like, this is the new Star Trek stuff. You know, I had I had like the official Star Trek Five magazine. I had, yeah. I was like, wow, like there's there's Trek everywhere. Like it's never gonna get better than this. You know, I really thought that. And um, you would say you know, that when the worst movie comes out, but okay, I could say, yeah, I didn't know that then, but you know, everybody, you know, I, I was like, wow, you know, I was like, I was like, I was like nerding out, I was geeking out, and um, yeah, like that was when like it was official, like I knew I was a trick, I was drawing comics, and I and I and I, I used to, 
I used to draw Transformers comics and I love Transformers. But um, like that was the year I started drawing like Trek comics. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like I, I, I remember that being like the year that I knew, like I was unashamed, unashamed. Okay. So when I'm, I was like, I'm a nerd anyway. What, what, what are you gonna? What else are you gonna pick on me about? You know. I'm so glad like, that it was five, though. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, I understand that I didn't, I didn't see it right away. I was just really, you know, they say don't believe the hype, but I was into the hype. I was into the hype, <laughs> and. And mind you, you know, this was like 1989. So Batman like overshadowed everything. And I didn't care because I was like, there's a Star Trek five coming out, you know, like that's what I knew. And, and, and I was like, you know, I was reading all of the, oh goodness. Uh, Like I said, I had the magazine and I remember like reading where William Shatner was like, yeah, well, we've got people in masks like Batman and uh, uh. <laughs> terrible comparison. Oh, I know. It was, but I mean, yeah. In retrospect, and then I, re- I remember, like, I think there was like a writer strike going on or something. Hmm. Like, it, it, you can see how they were cutting corners in that movie, left and right. <laughs> you totally can see it. it but I didn't know that I was sixteen. I didn't care. You know, I, I mean, I'm younger than you. I don't know how uh-huh. much I and I don't remember, but it was four for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Four was my probably that was probably my gateway drug. Right, right. Um, and I mean, my family we watched it all the time. I watched right. the original series a little bit, but it was mostly the movies. And I watched Rathacon, but I was too young. It was scary. Right, so it was right. Search for Spock. It was right, like. It right. was, like I understood it, but that whole like when they found like him, that that was too scary for me. So I couldn't do that. Right, 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 right. But then you get to um for the voyage home, mm-hmm. and it has the silly moments where Spock puts the punker out. You know, like you have all of that. So that, that's so much right, fun. Right. And then trying to like deal with like uh, back in the day stuff. That was hilarious. Right, right. I will say that in between, like you know watching Star Trek on TV and um, The Next Generation, uh, uh, Wrath of Khan was kind of like, you know, because it used to come on every day on HBO, like every Mm. single day. And just by, just due to the fact that it was on every day, I'd watch it and I'd be like, oh, you know, and I'd read about how it was based on, you know, an episode of the original series. And and I never saw that episode until, I don't know, like 85, 86, sometime like that. And I was like, oh my God, this is the con from Wrath of Khan, mm-hmm. you know? So, but 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 that that particular uh, movie had, you know, caught my interest, you know, it had had cemented my interest in Star Trek. For a long time, um, it was only because I had grown into and accepted Star Trek by '89 that I was excited about 
you know, this part five Whatever, thing. If, whatever ah! you want to come up with, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I mean, I think everybody who knows, I mean, the oh. only first movie really is the original. The original one right, is, right. is, te- is, I tried to do a movie rewatch because I've been rewatching everything. Mm-hmm. I right. never made it past the motion picture. <laughs> I was like, hey, yeah, it's the motion picture. Yeah, it's kind of. I'm amazed they made it to other movies <laughs> because the motion right. picture was really painful. <laughs> mm. <laughs> really painful movie. You know what made me wonder about the motion picture was uh, when the Borg uh, became a thing in mm. the Star Trek universe, and I used to, and I remember like watching this episode and wondering I'm like oh wow is this like like something that Viger started you know mm-hmm. I, I always wondered about that the you is, know they never yeah. They, yeah yeah they never like say that concretely like um, you know but but I always wondered about that there is something there that makes mm-hmm. you feel like it's somehow connected yeah even if it's not connected it feels like they use some some idea from there. Yeah, exactly. When they were creating yeah. the board for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The board queen, all of that. Right, right, all of it, right? Tied yeah. to the to the to the right. original movie. I'm glad yes, you said that because I'm like I I had I've had that same feeling at times. Mm-hmm. But I'm just mm-hmm. like, yeah, whatever. And like, <laughs> like my my I'm a big tracker, but like also I am not. Um, I don't hold on to details like that. Yeah, I've watched right, everything, right. but I don't get right. into like the nitty gritty. Right, the minutiae. Right, right. Like I got a friend into it because of the conference. So mm-hmm. she and I, um, she was a she was a Star Wars person, and I was like, nah, check is better. But I went to her house one day, and me, her, and her, then I guess fiance watched a bunch of um Star Wars movies, and then um. They got married and I took I took I took the photos for their wedding. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, oh, so here's a gift. Like the convention's coming. Let's go. And I was like, okay, because I wasn't ever expecting to be. I mean, it's what you do for your friends, right? right and I'm not right. a real photographer. So I was like, I don't, I'm I'm happy to be at your wedding. I'm happy to use my little skills to help you for your right. wedding. Um right. and but that this is their thank you. And so we went to the conference. And now she's the one who's like, did you watch the latest episode of Picard? And she knows all the stuff more than I do. I'm like, what did you, how did this happen? <laughs> what monster did I make? Her was last week. I don't think we talked about anything Star Wars. Mm-hmm. She watches Star Wars shows too. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. She's, oh. become, she's become hardcore Trek since then. Oh, hey. That's how it happens. I got to say what's sure. funny is what I love is that you and I have been at these same places and never met. <laughs> like, I know that's what you so and I were crazy. both at the the, yes. the launch for um Discovery and we were both yeah. at the convention. Yeah, we had the same right. picture. Yeah, yeah. No, I saw because I remember seeing you. You were sitting in the chair, right? Exactly. Yeah, and that was the chair from the set that I volunteered on. That's yeah. amazing. And I, I've got pictures of me with the crew, you know, that I worked with and. <laughs> I, I, I was able to go like backstage and or whatever back prop whatever and 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 you know uh, talk to those guys they remind they remembered me you know it was like oh, unbelievable wow. you know yeah that it's is crazy. awesome yeah. that is awesome so um I just had a question for you now it's like out of my head mm-hmm. what was the question I'm so mad that I don't remember what the question was um 
it was absolutely truck related because that's what we're here to talk about yeah, but it just yeah, left yeah. my head oh my gosh that's crazy oh wait um did i ever tell you about when i met nichelle nichols did i ever tell you about that no no, no. okay so when i went i forgot what year it was oh it had to be 2012. so i just went crazy i bought all the autographs you know and the thing the one thing that i had to get was an autograph uh from nichelle nichols to my mother mm. and um so i went you know and, and and everybody was saying you know uh you know get make sure when you when it comes to nichelle nichols make sure you get the picture of her you know that's of her like you know don't get the don't don't get the picture that she's barely in the picture with the crew because she won't sign it and i'm like no problem and um so um yeah so when you go up to or back then when you went up to go get your the autograph they want you to put a post-it on there with the mm -hmm. name that you want you know yeah yeah That's common. right so i put beulah that was my mother's name and and as we're getting ushered through the through the um through the line, you know, everybody's looking like your name is Beulah. I'm like, I'm like, no, no, that's my mother. And and everybody's response was like, Oh, oh my God, you know, <laughs> come along, come along, sir, come along. And so I remember he I remember she had an assistant. I'll never forget because she because the assistant looked like Harry Potter. And um, I hand the, the picture to her, and the assistant's looking like, you know, oh, your name's Beulah? And I'm like, no, no, it's for my mother. And they're like, oh, you know, and they're like, oh, Miss Nichols, this gentleman wants you to sign this picture to her mother, to his mother. And I'll never forget, like, she stands there. Oh God, do I have like a marker or something? I have, all right, well, I have an inhaler. So she 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 has the marker in her hand. And she points at me. She's like, she sent you here, didn't she? I was like, I was like, well, kind of, sort of. Like, I'm here because of you, but you know, like, you know, I, me and your mother. You know, my mother told me about how you know she was inspired by you you know like she wanted she my mother was going to join the military because of lieutenant or you know and my grand it was so funny because my grandfather was like no no, no here listen take this chevy malibu i'll buy you a, a whole car <laughs> so you don't have to work in the military uh to buy a car i'll buy the car for you and um yeah, like like I was I was I, I I was like a little kid when she signed that picture, and I was like, "Thank you so much!" Like I could have cried at that moment, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, that was that was that was. I've had like a few moments like that. Star Trek act actors for the most part are very personable, you know, like they're not. For the most part, they're not aloof, and you know what I mean. I mean, there are exceptions. I won't say any names, but you know, they're very personable. You approach them, and they're very—they talk to you, they engage you in conversation. 
Um, oh my God. My one friend, God rest her soul, Sonia. It was her first Star Trek convention. And um, I remember she, she was so, so head over heels to meet Garrett Wong. And he was so down to earth. He was giving me tips on like how to take pictures, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? And, and she was sitting there in tears, you know? It was, it, uh, it, yeah, like I've never had a bad interaction with a Trek star, never, not ever. That's amazing. I've never had the pleasure because I will not pay that much money. <laughs> I know it is. It is not cheap. No, like I, I like I, I as much as I want to do that cruise. Mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> you yeah. know, like I, I, I just have to cut my losses on that one. Uh, uh, yeah, as much fun as it is. And I, and I have friends. I have friends. I have Jesse, my friend. He has a Trek podcast. Didn't know he was a Trek fan until like 20 years later when I saw him at the convention for the wedding and I was the bouncer. Uh, like, like he goes on that cruise and he's like, you know, I, I see him in the pool with Marina Sirtis and I, I was just like, I'm jealous, you know? I'm like, I can't believe it. Like you're actually hobnobbing with these guys. I mean, you're stuck on a ship with them for seven days, but yeah, that might be a, as a matter of fact, <laughs> shout out to my friend, Frankie. That's a, that's a Star Trek, the cruise hat. Nice. Yeah, she got me that good dear friend. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, am I rambling? Am I talking too much? Yes and no. Continue. Go ahead. Please. <laughs> okay. No, please keep going. Okay. So my friend, Frankie. One of my one of one of the moments when when I went to my first Trek convention in Vegas, um, they had a party at this. It was like a nightclub, and I'm walking in there. I've got my outfit on, and the admission was free if you had your you know costume. And it was they were playing '80s music, which is my thing, and and I'm like, oh my god, they're playing '80s music, like. There's Borg and Andorians and Starfleet officers dancing in the dance floor. And I'm just sitting there, I'm, you know, my shy self. And this random person comes up to me like, hey, how you doing? You know, uh, I'm Frankie. I'm like, hi, I'm John. She's like, hey, you want to dance? I'm like, oh my God. And they're asking me to dance. I'm like, okay, let's go. You know? And I was like, I, I was like, I am among my people. Like, that's how I felt, you know? That so. is. So is that some? So is that something you? Is there? Is that like a, the question essentially that I would normally ask at this point? It's like name something beautiful about your community. But I think that's what you're saying. It's the beautiful thing about uh, your yeah, community. yeah, yeah. That's my point. I'm telling you, like, you know, because there are people who may, you know, I mean, there, there. Trek is no different than life, you know, like. When it comes to Trek fans, you've got different political views. You've got, you know, people always assume that, you know, Trekkies are this one cookie cutter way that they're all one way, but no, there are 
there are liberals, there are conservatives, there are moderates, there's people who, you know, have different points of view. But the one thing we can agree on is that, you know, we all love Trek and we all love that something about that, that vision of the future, that vision of, of, you know, mankind kind of getting it right and making things, you know, happen. There's, there's something there that you can kind of connect with other people about or regarding, you know. But you know what's so fascinating about that? What's that? I'm glad you talked about that. But like, there's like, mm -hmm. there's, there's so, it's so interesting that people from Trek and people who love Trek do see it so differently. Like, mm -hmm the original series and even when you think about like the next generation is it the next generation no it's not even the next generation it would be deep space nine if you think about it you have like in theory maybe not you mm -hmm. can stretch it you almost have the mm -hmm. first transgender kiss on the next generation mm -hmm. i mean deep space nine because when you talk right. about um dax and having switched bodies and now kissing their right, ex right. like you have this weird not weird but you have this thing happening there you have right. um you have the first um or depending how you discuss the first inter interracial kiss on the original series yes yeah absolutely. Have all these things yeah. happening you had the black white episode in season three right of yeah, the original yeah. series uh -huh. you have all yeah. of those things that were happening and like we all know that parts of Watching Roddenberry. Wow, Zara, you should lose your card. What Gene Roddenberry was trying to explore was like the Cold right. War that we were in and all of that right, stuff. Right. You know, right. he was really putting it in front of people's faces. It's so right. fascinating that there's so many conservative followers when so mm -hmm. much of it is, is a, in my opinion, a liberal. Um, yeah, because that's what most people, yeah, most people, I, I had this one, I had, I was dating this one lady who had a friend whose husband was amazed at the fact that I liked Star Trek at all. And I was like, well, why wouldn't I be, you know? And I remember, I remember this night particularly because we went to see The Wizard of Oz at this theater. And um, while we were waiting to be seated, um, we're, we're at the concession stand and I'm talking about my time volunteering on the, the mm -hmm. set in upstate New York. And there was this one girl working at the concession stand, a black lady. And she comes to me, she's like, I'm sorry, I overheard you talking about working on a Star Trek set. And I was like, yeah, it's a replica set in New York, upstate New York. And she's like, oh, wow. Like, you know, I'm showing them pictures, you know. And she's like, can I see pictures? And so now this guy's like totally stunned because now it's like he knows he's seen two black people that are into Star Trek. And I'm like, and, and, and I was trying hard not to be offended because I'm like, I'm like, well, why wouldn't I be? You know, like, I mean, I'm, I'm you know, and, I, and, and I'm like, and I'm trying to be like very, cordial and I'm trying to tell him you know well it's not just me it's you know I mean think about it a show from the 1960s that you know has like a positive black character in it you know I mean not just 
not just for me, but like for so many of my Asian friends, you know, Sulu was, you know, mm-hmm. the first person that wasn't like this stereotypical, you know, Asian character, you know, they carried themselves with dignity. And I'm like, well, you know, why would that be shocking to you? And I think he learned something that day because he never mentioned it again. <laughs> but, you know, you run into people who have, who, who, yeah, and the only reason I'm thinking about that is when you mentioned the first interracial kiss, because, you know, that was shocking to people then, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 and there are still people who don't, who, who, who don't, who can't conceive of, of any other demographic liking Trek, you know. And I mean, just think about it. That kiss was, was multi-level propaganda. Mm-hmm. I mean, one, it was forced because they couldn't have done it out of lust. <laughs> right. Right. But right. besides that, uh, he forced it into mm-hmm. being on the show because right. he kept crossing his eyes in every other take. So that would be the only take that worked. Right, right. Like have you, they have couldn't you do seen, anything else. Uh, have you ever seen the um that drunk history episode where they no, talk I about didn't see that? It. No, oh, you gotta, gotta it. find it. Raven Raven Simone plays Michelle Nichols and um Oh God, what's his name? Urkel. Oh God, Jaleel White yeah. plays uh, Martin Luther King, and it's so funny. Like you know, because it's like I don't know if you've ever seen this show. You know, it's Drunk mm-hmm. History. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen but, Drunk yeah, History. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to just see. I won't spoil it for you, okay. but it's so funny. Yeah. So I will have to go look that up because. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, it's such a big. It was. They made sure. Mm-hmm. That, that that kiss was like they were gonna pull it, right. but every take was destroyed. Right, right. On purpose. Right. So they had to go with that. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think that's that's incredible in itself, you know. It is. Yeah. But I think it's Absolutely. it's it's so fascinating what people choose to see, and I, it's so it's so like for me, the only way I read, like the only way I got into reading at all, was hmm. because of Star Trek books. Okay. I was reading Star Trek books. So what I loved about that convention, the 50th anniversary convention was being in the, when they were, when they were announcing the discovery that they had, you know, some of the authors from those books that I was reading in the panel. That's why I went to that panel. I didn't really care about discovery at that point because I didn't know what was happening. I went because I wanted to know more. I wanted to hear from the writers that I have been right. reading my entire teen, teen years. That's the only reason why I read. Right. I like, that was the only thing I was, I was like, I, I don't like reading stuff. So my mom handed me books that were sci-fi because it was the only thing I liked. So I started reading Star Trek and I started, I would go to a bookstore and walk straight right. to the sci-fi section and I'd pick up the latest Star Trek <laughs> that I didn't have. It was either that or Quantum right. Leap were the only two books I were reading. Right, right, right. My ringtone is still Quantum Leap for like oh, okay. now. Like I keep just changing it so that right. it's quantum leap on my phone. Mind you, my phone doesn't even have right. a sound on, but it is quantum leap. And then my closest friends are 21 right. Jump Street. Because again, I am uh, a child of the 80s. 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah, like it's so like that's the thing that frustrates me about the Czech community are the people who seem to get it wrong, who don't get yeah, what the right. message is under some of that. And like it's so beautiful what Gene Roddenberry was trying to do. But like it, you know, yeah. I, like and I will I want to hear I, I I'm gonna share my complaint about what frustrates me because I wrote a blog about this. And I don't know if you read it. Mm-hmm. But I wrote a blog on behalf of um, or in defense of Discovery. And so now I'm mad that Discovery mm-hmm. is being canceled. Unless, unless, yeah, she wants no. to break. unless she wants a break, yeah. then I'm cool. But if she didn't want the break, I'm pissed. And I'm, right. what I'm more mad about are Star Trek fans who are saying bad things about Discovery. And I get oh, that. Yeah, they're, like, they're out there. All three shows that are out, like the main shows, Discovery, Picard, and... Strange new worlds. Strange new worlds. They they all have different paces, and yeah, and right. that's I mean, Discovery came in and they had to go hot. It had to go fast and right. hot to get people to buy in. They had to like CBS Access would have failed if Discovery failed, and that's the like no mm-hmm. matter what, because CBS Access was banking on Discovery's success. Yeah, so had to course, hit the ground right. running and get everyone involved and right. tied to it. And then Picard right. came out, and not because I'm gonna use a horrible statement. And it's not because of his age, but it is a geriatric show. Mm-hmm. And it's not geriatric because everyone's mm-hmm. old. It's the slowest paced show. This season is the only season that has good pacing. Mm. The other two seasons, you're like, right, right. Why is this thing moving so slowly? <laughs> um, and right. then, and I still have other beefs with Picard. We can talk about that separately, but I have other beefs with Picard. And then you have Strange New Worlds, but everyone loves, but it's just like the original series. But like everyone's like, oh no, but, mm-hmm. but but Discovery wasn't like this. But Discovery and DS9 were the two shows where you had black leads. And, and hilariously, right. either one of them were captains when they led the show. Yeah, I know, right? Isn't that crazy? And so yeah. like keep doing these special oh tropes where we I, are mistreated. I, and those are the things that frustrate me. But what frustrates you about track? My critiques. See, it's interesting you brought up uh, Deep Space Nine because um, I don't know. You know, my critiques have never been about the shows so much as about uh, people's perception of them. Mm-hmm. I used to, I remember when my old job and, you know, I'd watch, you know, uh, I'd look at excerpts from Deep Space Nine on downtime on a computer. And, you know, somebody would come around and be like, oh, man, how can you sit and watch that, blah, blah, blah. And I would always tell them, like, especially because for whatever reason, it would be a it would be a brother that would, you know, have this critique. And I would be like, have you ever sat down and watched this show? I'm like. Benjamin Sisko is like one of the best portrayals of black fatherhood that's on television Fact. and they yeah yeah right you know and they would look at me like who huh? you know and i'm like no see you're getting lost in this setting and there's aliens and everything like that but this is a man who is raising his son he's in charge of this station you know um hmm. and he okay, always told him how much he loves him yeah yeah and right was like yeah. they didn't mind touching each other right yeah, it, like, yeah. It, was, it was very beautiful I'm like, yeah i'm like are you watching this show are you seeing what i'm seeing 
and they don't obviously um <laughs> <laughs> okay okay let me let me answer the question my hmm. no i mean it may not be the show again this is like the community this is about the community right yeah I think, right, right. I think there's some issues with the community but continue yeah um hmm yeah i mean yeah when it came to when it came to discovery you know and again like 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 okay like in the case of me working at the set in Ticonderoga, we had a lot of hardcore dyed in the wool TOS fans. And they were just livid when they heard that Discovery was like a prequel. And they really were livid when, you know, the whole idea of Burnham as uh, Spock's adopted sister became, you know, a plot point. And and I was like, you know what? I I'm like, you know what? You need to give this time. You need to give this show time to play itself out. I don't think you know they're like, oh, the aesthetic, nothing, nothing. That that's that's that. Okay, so that's that's one issue I have is that you know some people have these little pithy issues with the aesthetics with the uniforms and so on and so forth i'm like well do you really expect them to make this show with you know 1960s aesthetics you know it's not going to work it's going to look cheesy it's going to look you know people are going to laugh it you know they're going to they're going to laugh it off there um, you know, there has to be some something there to to draw younger people in to 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 make people stick with it, you know. And I'm I'm just not one of those people that's like, you know, uh, I don't I don't I don't nitpick those things. That's that's the one thing about me. I don't I don't nitpick those things, you know. This is not 1964. You can't expect, you know, the look of the show to look like it did back then. If you want to do that, you make your own show. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you do your own thing. Uh, yeah. See, here's my thing. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. I'm so mm -hmm. with you. I'm like, you see mm -hmm. the whole. I'm having a whole thing over here. No, I'm trying not it. to like yes, interrupt yes, you or yes, nothing. Yes. No, no, no. no my problem. feelings are. Because I'm 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 completely with you. I feel like there's different types of Trek fans, right? Mm -hmm. There's the loyalist entry, mm -hmm. the entry point, whatever the entry point is. That's the only thing they can love, right? And they want right. to take down everything else, right? And then there's people who are fans who just love Trek. So you mm -hmm. like like me? Give me anything that says Trek. I'd be mm -hmm. like, yes, please. Can I have some more? Mm -hmm. You're even, into it. Even, right. even even movie five. <laughs> You can give me undiscovered, well, I'm undiscovered glad you, country. I'm glad you made that clear. And I will, I will even watch undiscovered country <laughs> again. Hey. So, I mean, I own all the movies. Mm -hmm. I own VHS and DVD. Mm -hmm. Right. And on oh, Blu-ray. Oh, you're like me. Oh my lord. Oh. So, if it was on, if it if it was on VHS, I have it on VHS. 
right, right. It was on right. DVD. I probably have it on DVD, but I definitely right. have it on Blu-ray. So let's go. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I own them. Right. So I and I'm still gonna make it through the rewatch of everything. I just I only right. I only made it through the first one. Right. Um, because I got because life is lifey. But like if you like track. And you like what Trek stands for, you'll like it in every iteration. Right. Yeah. Or in most iterations. You'll find something about it. But people don't and and just exactly what you said, the thing that was so the thing that people hated and loved about DS9 was that DS9 was the only one that became serial. It was not episodic like the rest of it. This is also what uh Discovery was doing. They you at that time the audience needed something that kept you longer the audience needed something to pull you through the entire show like they needed you to be there the with them the entire like you needed to like like that's if you watch people who rewatch ds9 they do not watch the episodes that adjust your episodic episodes they're like nah nah skip that get to the dominion stuff that's what the that's what the beat of the show is that's how people most people rewatch it they're not gonna watch right. the episode where he's playing baseball with his whole team. I love that episode, right. but most of the people are not gonna watch that episode. You know, I love all back, I love all of those back traveling episodes with him because it's something right. really nostalgic, right. that's beautiful, and like really looking at that time period in a very mm-hmm. in a painful but not so painful way. Like not right. and like he's really looking at history with clearer eyes than we normally do. Mm-hmm. I love all those episodes. Right. Those are not the episodes that people are talking about. They not they flat they fast right. forward to do that. They're doing Dominion. Right. That's what right. they're the meat no. of DS9. Right. Right. Yeah. So juicy stuff. <laughs> exactly. So there's a yeah. they're, they're trying to they're they're not getting that the so when I talk to people about these three series that are out now, forget the cartoons, mm-hmm. forget all that other stuff. Because I've watched the cartoons and everything too. And mm-hmm, I've, I've ranked too. all the shows in the order, but uh-huh. um, and, my, I, and I can't say the order right now because I wouldn't remember mm-hmm. it, but I'm going to tell mm-hmm. you Picard is at the end, right. Enterprise is at the end, and the original series is at the end. They're in the bottom three, but that's my right. own thing. But either way, when you look at the three that are out, you have DS9 again, you have the original series, and then right. you have um, this mix of Next Generation and Voyager happening with Picard like that's what's happening with Picard Picard is your next generation and Voyager sort of blur blending happening so you're answering to those people who need to tap into that nostalgia you have these other people who really want to have the original series back and that's what um, Strange New Worlds is doing for them and Discovery is really bringing Discovery has answered to the great resignation Mm-hmm. that they've been talking to about those topics right now right they've been talking about a whole bunch of like personal identity like the reason why i hated discovery when it first happened mm-hmm. i was mad discovery when it first happened because of her getting demoted so horribly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because i was like see this is and it's exactly what trevor noah said and i think i write it in my blog maybe i didn't i maybe said somewhere else i said it in the interview that i i, I got interviewed in trevor noah said black women can't afford to f around and find out Right, right, and that's what happened to her, and that was what was happening to me when that show came out. Mm-hmm. And so I so I so identify with Michael Burnham, but then here's the thing with Michael Burnham: they took all the sensuality out of her initially. She mm-hmm. was Vulcan, but you know, black women can't afford to be 
fun and we right. we, we have to be serious. So there's right. so much for us in her. This is right. frustrating. It's it's right. like it's like it's almost like I get mad for her because mm-hmm. she can't just be right. and y'all taking that away. Y'all taking away the right. show that made CBS access that became Paramount mm-hmm. Plus. Right. Yes. Yeah. It did. Totally Nothing, did. None of this would exist. You wouldn't have right. lower decks. You would not have no, Pat, you Prodigy. Have you have Prodigy, none of yeah. this. Yeah. You would not even have Star Trek Day. Right. Star Trek Day only came out in this right. iteration of everything. Right. Let's be yeah, real about absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sorry. That was me on a but like so yeah, I think there's a I think there's different type of fans. And I think this mm. new three, the three of these answer to all those fans, the fans of DS9, right. the fans of the original series, the fans of, you know, the 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 next generation's time period, okay. you know. Yeah, that's right. But I also think like there's fans who just like Trek. And I think boy, I think Discovery did an amazing thing because the problem of enterprise was that enterprise in my opinion and i used to like enterprise i used to defend enterprise until i did the rewatch and mm. i was like right i'm good um, i defended it until the rewatch and i was like mm. yeah that last season was hard that last season was a little painful i was like yeah they got their feet and i was like no what was i thinking i really wasn't watching the show then was i so <laughs> enterprise is so like the costume the the uniform is different mm-hmm. in the original series you know, their technology makes a huge leap very quickly in the show because they were doing graphic right. looks in the beginning. Yes, you know, and right. they're switching over. So Discovery comes in with a technology we've never seen before. But Discovery right. comes in, their, outf- their uniform is a little bit closer to Enterprise. And then they sort of migrate and bridge us to the original series uniform where you got when you have the captain come in, when you have Pike show up. Right, right. So they, they bridge everything that we need properly and then they take us to what this thing could look like a million years later and i will say the one good thing about the about picard and i didn't catch it is that um i can't remember people's names well at all if you notice i've been avoiding names the the whole time but the 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 like picard's adoptive son not his real son but picard's adoptive son the the guy that he the kid that he took care of um the uh the the romulan kid yes uh, Elnor, was it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Him. That's that is the tie to mm-hmm. Discovery. Okay. Because that's the group that her mom becomes part of. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I, it took me a while to put that together. And I was like, Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's the same yeah. group. That right. is the same group. So right. they they last all the way up until right. Discovery right. happens. Oh. oh. So like, so they're all tied and connected because I kept trying to figure out where Picard fit into this whole time period. But that is the one tie is that group is her mom's group. Right. Oh, goodness. That's right. Yeah. So is there a fun fact about (laughs) Trek? (laughs) Very rough pivot there. Is there a fun fact about Trek that, um, that, you think not everyone knows or that you want to share or that gets you interested? God, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. What have um, you been to while you think about that? Six or seven, six wow. or seven. Um, that's not counting the meetups 
the photo shoots. Yeah, because you do a lot of those too. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to my friends who who are doing their black and gray photo shoot today. I'm sorry I missed it. I was just out of it. <laughs> it's funny um, because we're part of two. Are you part of the Black Trekkers group or Trekkies, Trekkies group? Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. I don't see you posting there often, but I know you're in the other one. I'm sorry. As I know, I don't see you posting there often, but I know you're part of Not often. No, no. I'm in, yeah, I am in that group. Um, I'm in so many groups, I lose count. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, it, and it's just been kind of, it's been kind of weird the last few years because like, you know, I try to get out there. I try, but, um, you know, some, you know, in the beginning it was like easy for, you know, I had this go get them spirit, you know, I'm like, eh, I got MS, but MS doesn't have me, you know, uh, it was like that kind of thing. But, you know, sometimes I've learned that I have to listen to my body and rest. Yeah. And, um, it, you know, like I've missed a few conventions. I've missed a few, you know, I did, I did go to, oh God, you're going to hate me. I went, I went to the last Comic-Con and um, only because Billy D. Williams was there. Billy D. Williams was there. I want to, I want to put that disclaimer out there. I dressed up as Lando Calrissian. <laughs> Yeah, so let's talk about that briefly. What's up with you uh-huh. and this trader thing that you're doing? What's going on with oh, that? Oh, we're not a trader. <laughs> I mean, you know what's funny is that where I work, it's like a war. I have one Trek friend and like five Star Wars coworkers. And they are forever berating me for liking Trek, you know? And, you know, I always have to have like, you know, I always have to be like ready to, for the, with the comebacks, you know? Um, But I mean, with what I've seen lately coming from Star Wars, it's, you know, they're, they're, they're writing good stuff. Not, not, not necessarily the sequels, but yeah, 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 that's another story. But <laughs> but um but like the shows I'm enjoying them. I'm enjoying them. I I as a kid, I remember my mother bought me I think she went to the Goodwill one time and bought me like a novelization of what we call a new hope now, you know, Star Wars. Mhm. And like, I remember reading it, I was like 12 years old and I read it and I was like fascinated by it. And I'm seeing some of that stuff like come to fruition on the TV shows. And I'm like, wow, this is what I read about when I was like 12. And so that aspect of it is interesting to me. Even on my, you've seen pictures of my train set, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. So, you know, I've got Trek references all through there, but I have a couple of Star Wars, you know, things there too, you know. But um, you know, there's enough there to get your attention, you know. Uh I've I've I one of one of the books that I read when I was in the hospital um was uh 
what was it the bounty hunters code or something like that i was i was i was reading that i mean it kept me engaged yeah i mean i've read who knows how many trek technical manuals i i have um one of those uh you know when you fix your car you know you have the the they have the manuals so you can service your car you know mm -hmm. uh you know they have those uh i have uh the enterprise i have one of those for the enterprise wow yeah, absolutely i do and i've read that thing from front to back <laughs> you I'm know impressed. but uh, it's you know there's there's enough i mean i i always say star wars is like more for people who what's the word oh god how do i say this nicely um you know it's like for, it's for people who are like you know they like the bang bang you, you know mm -hmm. what i mean like they like yeah yeah they're more like action oriented you know but there are enough elements in that universe for me because i like to like you know i'm i like to be very analytical you know i like to read charts and things like that there's enough there to keep you interested you know um yeah all i yeah. heard was that the dark side is trying to get you and i'm very <laughs> sad by this <laughs> it's, it's trying to grab me it, it, it does it does a good job sometimes i'm so Fair sad enough. by this. don't be don't um, be I'm, listen my loyalty is trick okay Look at what i'm wearing I know, but that's because I'm interviewing you about this. I'm just saying. <laughs> I've got so many more, you know, between that. And I had I had to cut my uniform budget down. Oh, God. I mean, now, now these new shows are just creating so many new uniforms. Yeah. They're turning. Like, I, don't, I don't own a single uniform, but they're yeah. turning out uniforms. Like, I don't know. I, I've been. Yeah. I've been I've been uh -huh. keeping an eye on stuff just because I keep uh -huh. buying like I keep buying the stupid t-shirts. I don't need another t-shirt uh -huh. in my life. But uh -huh. and it was a point that I got rid of all my t-shirts. I'm like, I don't wear t-shirts anymore. And now I have so many t-shirts, uh -huh. it's ridiculous. But yeah. me wearing all these ships on my shirt. And do you recognize uh -huh. this? Um, um, you know, you recognize this badge? Do you you know where I got yes, this I... from? Oh, wait, that was from um it's from wait, 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 wait. yes. Yes. I've never taken oh, yeah, it out yeah, until yeah. just now. Oh my God, yeah. I've yeah, never yeah, taken it out yeah. until just now. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I just, um, I mean, I've watched, I've watched everything Star Wars. I've right. not, except for the cartoons. There's too many cartoons that I just yeah, no, I've watched some of them, right. Right. but I'm, that's, that's, that's not, but that's you not know what's See, now that's a perfect example. When you talk about the, I have, as a matter of fact, he's my supervisor. Shout out to Pete. Um, he gets he because because he took he was like I envy you because you haven't watched any because because for the longest time I haven't watched any of that Star Wars stuff, and so I finally got a Disney Plus account, and he was like, oh, I envy you because you're going to be able to binge watch all of this stuff in one weekend. Whereas I had to wait for weeks to week to week. And now that I've watched it, right? Now he is him and my manager before him. They were like, listen, you've got to watch these animated series. You've got to watch this. You've got to watch that. You've got to watch. 
And and I'm just like, you know, I'm like, oh my God, like, do I have to, you know? No, no, you don't have to. You don't have to. You do not have to give in to that side of things. To the dark side. You do not have to. I give you permission not to. Because we are not about that life over here. Um, (laughs) But no, I definitely, I I watch all this. My Like one of my brother's first toys that I remember, I'm significantly younger Mm. than him. But it was like mm. whole Star Trek, I mean Star Wars stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but we, okay. my household was Star Trek, so I watched all of it. I've watched right, all the right. movies. I've seen all the movies for Star Wars. I've watched the shows. Mm-hmm. I'm off. I just have to catch up. I have to watch both the latest Picard and the latest and um right. and the latest Mandalorian. But I've watched. Right, right. And I mean, latest being oh, yeah, this week's really episode. I've watched all of them. <laughs> So right. I'm not I'm not mad about that, and it's funny because uh, one of my friends keeps trying to tell me everything about like Star Wars is better than Star Trek, and I'm like, have you watched any of it? They've just done all the fan right. stuff. They've actually not watched any of it, and I was like, right. go right. watch some of it before you talk to me about it being better. Like you haven't even seen the right. movies. You haven't even seen. Right. right. All right. Don't talk to me. Well, I, I know all of this stuff. Yeah. He's like, oh, but baby Yoda. You mean Grogu? Like talk to uh-huh. me. You know the names of the characters you're talking about right right <laughs> yeah no a lot of a lot of people kind of and this is this is kind of the thing that this is why i'm not phased when anyone tells me oh my god you're a trek fan right because people have this remember remember that old uh william shatner skit from saturday night live Which you remember that I don't know. Remember one where they were like, oh, yeah, you know, we've got a, you know, it was at a convention, quote unquote, and William Shatner was the guest. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, I've been, you know, I've been going to these conventions for years. And I just want to tell you guys to get a life, you know, (laughs) and he's and he's looking at he's like, you know, hey, you, you know, have you ever kissed a girl? You know, you know, you, you guys need to get out of your mother's basement and go live people and then and then uh, they, they go to him on the side and they're like you know they whisper to him and he's like well that was an imitation of my, my of the evil kirk from such and such episode <laughs> and, you know everybody was all like ah, yeah, yeah. you know but everybody has this preconceived notion that like we're all like a bunch of incels that live in our mom's basements and 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 you know like there aren't like women trek fans and you know and i'm like no it's not like that at all it's not like that at all it's quite the opposite and everybody's like shocked when i tell them that and i'm like well you should have known you know you know star trek is for intelligent people what what do you think who did you think would be into it you know so I have so like, I yeah, sorry, continue. Uh-huh. continue. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that, that was it. Yeah, yeah. They just, they just assume it's like, like a bunch of nerdy dudes and like, that's all there is to it. And like when, you know, I especially get that when I go to conventions and I take pictures and they're like, oh my God, like, who is that you're taking a picture with? I'm like, that's a fan, you know, like that's, that's yeah. what we have, you know, it's not. It's not what you think it is, you know. Mm-hmm. For sure, and I wouldn't care if it was, you know. Huh. 
So I have, I think, three more questions for you. One of which yes. came up in a in one of the chats that we I think we're in. Klingons, mm -hmm. the actors, yes. often mm -hmm. play in the past, often shaded to be darker skin and tone. Yeah, yeah. Often played by lighter skinned people. Right, right. To you, was it mm -hmm. blackface? I lean towards no, because I mean, you think about think about that time when they first did it. They were doing that for Native Americans, right? They were doing that same thing. Um, at that time. And I'm not making excuses for them either when I say that. You know, I think as we went further in time and, you know, um, you look into like the next generation era, you know, they started casting actual black actors, you know. Um, yeah. I'm kind of mixed on that one. <laughs> But I, yeah, I am. I am. I really am. Because, you know, when I saw it back then, I didn't think anything of it because they weren't acting like stereotypical Black people. But then again, when you look at the casting, it's like, okay, well, if they were supposed to be dark people, why didn't you cast dark people? I, yeah, that, that's a, that's a mixed, hmm. Yeah, it was. It's, yeah. I, I've been grappling with that one, and it's interesting mm. because originally I was saying no, and then I remember yeah. when I found out that more more of them were not black, mm. I was upset because I right, really enjoyed, right. I did I saw. I mean, yes, um, Worf is a, was played by a black man, you right, know, right. but mm -hmm. I and I don't know if you saw the panel in that at the at that convention at the same one that we were at where they it was hosted by the black trekker trekkies black i don't remember what the black tribbles i don't remember what their names were oh yeah 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 kennedy allen and all them yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. when they did that they talked about the like the black folks in trek or whatever and so they had tuvok and they had yeah. um and they had wharf and some other people as well right and i always somehow I really see myself in Tuvok mm -hmm. if I had to look at those black characters because you always have to be very and this is before Discovery came out but mm -hmm. I always saw myself you always have to at least as a woman you can't be rageful you can't show any emotion you have to just grin and bury mm -hmm. so right. I saw myself in that but we also know he lost his, he, he had to run away and hide because he was losing his mm -hmm. mind at one point and he couldn't deal with humans no more for a moment right yeah. right yes yes all of that you know mm -hmm. But I also saw myself so much in Klingons because Klingons are so not not rageful. It's the, it's in their culture, mm -hmm. and it's not like we're just gonna, we're not. It's not thugs, but like there's, <laughs> there's this rage in their being, and right. I still recognize that because we are at least I, like you remember uh, Baldwin to be black and in America it means to always be angry, and right. so I recognize that sort of it's a Klingon thing and that being a black thing too. Right. So then right. if I identified those things with Klingon 
and a lot of them at least in the in that time of Klingons because now we know when we see just disco there's a whole different iteration of them and we keep messing with Klingons aesthetics anyway but like right then then yeah it kind of is because you're not you weren't really yeah, right yeah right, right. you were black and you were just right. a lot of black okay yeah you could have hired differently right right same thing so i just wanted to see because it's a it's a tricky question so it is yeah. as we head towards the last few questions is there a fun fact about mm -hmm. yourself you can share fun fact about myself oh god now wow um it doesn't have to be trek related it could be anything well that's, that's that was my that was what i was gonna say i was like okay i'm trying to think of something uh that's not trek related that's that's oh god okay wow oh uh, uh, uh. a fun fact about myself Let's see. Uh, I won. Uh, I won the award for soul, best social studies student uh, in Catholic That's cool. school. Okay. You went to Catholic school too? Yes. Oh, I sure did. You know it. Yeah. Yeah. I went to Catholic um, elementary school. I started uh, across the street, right across the street there. I went to Sacred Heart. And um, I finished up in Immaculate Conception. My wow. sister, all the time, she's like, you know what? That's your Catholic school thinking. She'll always tell me that. She's like, oh, my poor Catholic school uh, <laughs> scarred brother. And she'll, she'll <laughs> say that. I went to a Lutheran school for eight years. So okay. very close cousins. <laughs> very close, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very oh, close. Oh, yeah. Um, Catholic school was woof. Um, here's a fun fact. Um, I got suspended from Catholic school one time for me, me and this other kid were drawing dirty, raunchy pictures. <laughs> In Catholic school? In Catholic school. Now, when I went to public school and they caught me drawing raunchy pictures, they were like, yeah, put that away. I was like, oh man, I, I should have went to public school. <laughs> I gotta say though, when I went to Catholic camp, I went to camp for mm -hmm. one summer at a, at the Catholic school down a block from me, and that's when I learned to curse. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So no, yeah, no. there's something yeah. to that. <laughs> yeah, there's something to it. Yeah, so, I know. I, yeah, yeah. So, is there a way for people who are not part of the Trek community to support Trekkers? I don't know if there is, but I'm just curious support that's a good question should people be cash apping y'all who buy the costumes by the uniform oh wow you know what you know what i could never bring myself to do that i could never bring myself to do that like i just feel like that's so that's not me i don't know it's if that's not our generational own. thing it's yeah i think us. that is yeah like i can't bring myself like I can't make a GoFundMe like, oh, help me buy, you know, a Picard uniform, you know. No. Everything I've bought, like this for this cat, everything I've bought, I've, I've bought on my own, you know. Um, support, 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 support. Just not make fun of us. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's a very good start. 
that's a very good start because uh yeah i can't think of i mean it's it's it like 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 i got so many weird emails when i posted you've probably seen my page where i was like happy first contact day mm-hmm. you know and people were like what's first contact day you know and i was like it's okay it's a fictional concept where 40 years from now we meet the vulcans and you know it's, it's, a, it's a thing you know right and you know some people were like checking in my on me like are you okay like you don't really believe this do you you know and i'm like no it's all in fun it really is don't don't take it too seriously really? people ask you know? if you believe this people will ask yeah no there one asked me that oh really no well like that's probably because i don't you know maybe you don't post the way i do but Mm -hmm. people will people will ask you weird questions oh my god i've gotten so many weird questions about delilah um people ask me about you know what kind of cat food she eats and i'm like you know if i was that kind of person talk about go fund me like I could, I could totally like make a go because you know now she's older. She's she's going to be uh sixteen this year, and um, you know she's older, so she needs like a special diet. You know, you know she doesn't see as well as she used to. So I mean, if I was like that kind of guy, I could be on GoFundMe like, yeah, help me pay for my cat's food, and you know, or I you know she needs an eye procedure. You know, I just can't do it. I just it's not in me yeah but uh wow i don't know ah god yeah just don't make fun of us you know just respect this i'm because in the end of the day we're really just trying to make the world that gene roddenberry dreamed exactly, like right? all of us want right so we all just you get know? it right for a change you know? you know that's that's a i think that's a respectable uh uh uh, uh thing to you know that's a, that's something to respect you know, I mean, I mean, if I was a Star Wars fan and I wanted, you know, I don't know, <laughs> I wanted to build a new republic, you know, they'd probably be, you know, they'd go fund the heck out of that, <laughs> you True. know? Yeah. True. Yeah. They just, they don't understand this. We're brainy. They That's don't. The they don't. It's so, you can't believe how people don't understand us. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I'm like, why why are you so committed to making fun of us like what you know i told someone happy first contact day and Mm -hmm. i'm like you don't know what this day is right and they then they told me what the day was but they went and googled it and -hmm. they gave me the top half of the article and so i came back and i was like close but not exactly and i told them the real reason right and right, they're like, right. no, no, but that's that's not what the article says. And I was like, uh-huh. So I went and found the same exact article. It's just a wiki article, right? And I bring back, right, like, right. You, didn't, you didn't open it up to read the rest of it, to know right. that I did not need this article to tell you what it was about. So they were talking about right, the right. guy who chose the date because it was his son's birthday and it's the way in which we, you know, unofficially celebrate Star Trek, yeah, 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 whatever. Right. I was like, none of right, us would right. care about that. We already have Star right, Trek Day right. in the fall. We care right. about it because Zeph from Cochran hit warp speed. And there's a whole mm-hmm. movie about it. And if you right. didn't read, watch the movie, they then made the book about it. So you can sit right. there and enjoy a great piece mm-hmm. of film. 
right about exactly. this day that had to happen for right. all of this world to happen right and that's what oh, this is really yeah. about who cares about yeah. his birthday yay we're celebrating mm -hmm. his birthday no one cares uh, about that <laughs> you know man. what we really care about is Zephyr Cochran and warp speed right exactly that's, that's what got it all started exactly hmm. so how do we so how do we support you how do we find out about delilah like where what is her page how do we find her page oh um um th there's a uh, captain delilah the cat on facebook um and captain delilah the cat on instagram um i have been uh, people have been asking me i've been back and forth with one vendor i'm trying to make t-shirts um uh, oh my god did i send you a postcard you did i, 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 I have yes, it sitting on my um bookshelf yeah, I, I still have like a whole pack of these just sitting <laughs> i love <laughs> it yeah that's that's my baby um awesome. yeah that's where you can find her um captain delilah cat on instagram captain delilah cat on uh facebook yeah. And then we find you on these sites too? Um yeah, yeah. You can find me. I'm Johnny Martin Jr. on um on Facebook and on Instagram. I'm Jmar0073. Awesome. Well, <laughs> that's the end of this episode. Thank you, Johnny, right. for joining yeah, us. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you, everyone, for listening in to another episode of On Behalf of. Like I said when we started, hit that subscribe button somewhere. If you feel extra generous, you know, you can join and the membership thing and do that. But if whatever, you know, the main goal is that you live long and prosper and choose to That's be friends. Right. Like, yeah. choose, it, was, it was like, what, friend choose to live? Is that what he says? I think that's what he says. Yeah. Choose, friend yeah, choose to live. Like I love that line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, friend choose to live. I'm not yeah. saying it's a threat as he says it in the show, but um, <laughs> today is not a good day to die. But no, no. prosper. Exactly. So. <laughs>